information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hi, hi, and welcome to this week's Criticast. The name is Larry. An absolute pleasure being here with you. If I'm sounding like I'm speaking from inside the inside of the inside of the inside of a pig, it's because my usual machine that I record on isn't doing, well, you know, pansy work this week. So, yeah, yeah. It'll get sorted uh, very soon. So, yeah. Anyway, the name is Larry. It's the Criticast. The big story this week to start off with, of course, is the Oscar Pistorius trial. You know, if you don't know, Oscar Pistorius uh, was charged with the murder of his aura. Yeah, he was charged with the premeditated murder of his girlfriend, Reva Stenkamp. Uh, this incident took place in, uh, what is this, um, last year? Yeah, uh, 2004, 2013 on Valentine's Day. And, uh, well, the judgment came out this week. Well, we only know part of it. In that we, what we know uh, for a certainty is that the judge has ruled out premeditated murder. She's like, no. It was always going to be difficult to, um, do, to, to try and say, hey, okay, premeditated murder is the thing that they're going to find him guilty of. So then people thought, well, dollars eventualis. It's just like, you know, you knew the, the consequences of what you, what you were going to do, and you just pretty much did it anyway. And it seems like that is off the table as well. So he might end up being culpable homicide. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah, so that's the story that's taking place in South Africa. It doesn't make sense to a lot of um, the professors, not just lay people, because if you look at what she's saying, what, what the judge is saying, um, she's saying that he was reckless, but the way she describes the recklessness comes across as dolus eventualis. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's the law. The law is an ass, as they always say. The next thing I'll talk about is a Magaya. He came out, he was donating um, kit and money to a football team that plays on the lower rungs of football in Zimbabwe. And he said Satanism is in football and he was going to stamp it out. I don't know how. It's weird. I don't know. Who says that? So, next thing, there was a plane crash in Zimbabwe, in, in Mount Hampton. That, that's incredibly sad. Yeah. Two pilots died, and uh, yeah, it was. They were preparing for the big air show that show that took um, took uh, took place this past weekend. Yeah, rest in peace to them. There were Air Force of Zimbabwe pilots. Yeah, sad to see them go. Uh, something else that happened this past week: case in which the police uh, were accused by uh, of, of shooting Kulichana uh, was dropped. Yeah, it was dropped uh, because there was settlement and the police. Uh, uh, promised to pay or pay pay China off and say, okay, sorry for what we did. They actually apologized and said, hey, we, we're really sorry for shooting China. It was a case of mistaken identity. In Zimbabwe, another festival and another event was postponed. The Arari Jazz Festival, which is supposed to take place on the 13th of September, will now move to later this year, December, apparently. Sam Mataure, the man who was in charge of this festival, said it was because of logistical events. Now, an event that most people will be hoping that will not be getting um, uh, postponed is the James Blunt show scheduled for next year. James Blunt is coming to Zimbabwe, apparently, uh, courtesy of the people that failed to bring um, John Legend to this country. That's Davies events of big concerts. So, apparently, yeah, tickets already uh, selling like hotcakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's confidence in the way these guys uh, make productions together. And... Uh, 
lost three people in in America. Uh, Joan Rivers sadly passed away at the age of eighty one. Yeah, sad for her. Yeah, yeah. And she said as a joke that it hey, look because of how much plastic surgery she had gone through, that when she died they would donate her to Tupperware. <laughs> Typical Joan Rivers. And I lost two friends this past week. Uh, uh, Thomas Neve, uh, rest in peace. And also the incredible legend, Mischief. Yeah, super legend. It was sad. Incredibly sad. The name is Larry. It's the Quiddicast. Play in today's best music. Play in today's best music. Best music. Best music. of Courtney Rusica. The track is called Finally Breathing. It is the lounge remix from that man, Reverb. How it's coming out of Zimbabwe. The name is Larry, it's the Quiddicast. The next thing I'm going to talk about, yeah, there was uh, news that came, that came out this past week that Zimbabwe was going to start introducing HIV self-test kits into the country or start distributing them, distributing them widely. As far as I'm concerned, I think there are outlets somewhere out there that are already doing that. So, yeah, no surprises there. But anyway, it's going to become something that's going to become a thing. So, What's going to happen is that, you know, they give these test kits out, you go home, um, you you rub it uh, in the insides of your, what you call it, of your your mouth. And then within a few minutes, you get your your result for whether you're HIV positive or or negative. Now, okay, that looks like, okay, look, uh, this is something that will become a thing. Why? Because uh, apparently out of like 196,000 people uh, sometime this year that went for HIV tests, only 180,000 people came to, to collect their results. So therefore, there's a gap of 16,000 people that are afraid to go and get the results, probably because of shame, whatever it is. And the feeling is that if people are having these uh, tests taking place at home, they have no qualms with, with you know dealing with the results. But that's, that's just that's the issue, isn't it? Because I don't think a person is going to have a rational response to, whether, to, to finding out that they're HIV positive. Why? That's the reason why we have counselling centres. Oh yeah, you go and get it from a doctor explains to you that do you know what this means and that sort of thing. I mean, already uh, with people that go and get um, uh, what you call it, their results from institutions, you, you're having instances uh, of people committing suicide because they found out uh, about their HIV status and it was uh, positive. Uh, and but mostly. If you, if, you, if you find out uh, when it comes to, to the self-test kits, what, what will not be expre- rather explained to people is that that test is not a final test. So if you come up with a positive result, what it means essentially is that you need to go and get further testing. It might turn out, turn out that you're not positive. It does come up with a high, it does sell itself as having a high accuracy uh, result when it comes to whether you're positive or negative, whatever it is. But it just simply means you need to go and get tested. And if you engage in high-risk behavior, 
you need to make sure that you test yourself more often than the average uh, other person does because you need to make sure that you're you're negative or, or it's not necessarily making sure you're negative or rather that you know your status and you do something about it because I mean there's so many dangers out there uh, and and, and lo- a lot of overreactions when you really think about about it come from misinformation or just a lack of information. It's not that people are idiots. It's not that people are full of all types of messy stuff that you get from the underbelly of a, of a lost crocodile who just came across a, 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 a rotting kangaroo and decided to eat it. It's not that. It's essentially just that, misinformation and just not knowing. And and it's sad because you, you think of it with the internet there and that sort of thing and how information is so so widely available right now. You think people know more about things that they need to know about. But just that that's just not the case, is it? Yeah, it's just not the case. It's not that they're idiots, as I said. It's just a lack of interest. But yeah, I, I say, yeah, let's bring them on. The HIV self-test kits is a good idea, but word of caution. Let's not have, increase the number of suicides out there, hey? Jamming your airwaves. Jamming your airwaves. Jamming your airwaves. Playing the hottest R&B in hip-hop. Yes! Heartbreak ain't new. Break us, they're few. My soulmate, I thought you then every day come around. I thought I, I knew you. Why couldn't it be us two? You let me on and push me Who's making incredible noises in the music industry in Zimbabwe right now? Amelia Patrick, the track is called uh, Forget Me Now, is taking off her debut album, Different, Sh- Different Shades of Black. The name is Larry, you're listening to the Credit Cast. On the other side, I talk about intercultural dating. Last week, I talked about interracial dating. This week, intercultural. Ah, see you on the other side. Crank it up. And piss off the whole damn neighborhood. Turn it down! Turn it down! I think that there's no problem at all with interracial dating. As long as you're compatible in all the aspects of your life that you need to be. I don't think that the color of your skin should be in any way important. I think issues of uh, class and culture... Um, cause a lot more problems in relationship than actual color of your skin. I'm okay with interracial dating. I've never tried it personally, but uh, given the chance, you know, with with love, you can't determine what the heart is going to do sometimes. So, you know, with love, you might get to know somebody and you fall in love with them. So, I don't know. I, if given the opportunity, if I do fall in love with that person and he makes me happy, yeah, I will date him. And, you know, I've got no issues with the whole idea. The only uh, worry that I'll have is 
is this person going to be open to understanding my culture and my tradition are they going to be able to be okay with it and because i'm from mashingo and we've got our way of doing things so will they be okay with you know with my culture will they be okay with my traditions and also would i be okay with their traditions i have many friends one who's married to a Chinese guy and one of the problems she faced in the first years, few years of her marriage was these her, her Chinese family in-laws uh, getting them to understand what we do here in Zimbabwe and they, you know Chinese people are very strict about their traditions and their culture so it was very difficult for them the first few years and I do remember you know the family trying to get in and get the get these two to break up so i wouldn't want to be in a relationship which is going to cause so much drama like that <laughs> um for me interracial dating is not so much about race as it is about cultural differences um socialization differences which is slightly different from people raised in a particular manner so for me this whole interracial dating thing i think i would prefer calling it cross-cultural dating yeah there's a few contributions i got from uh, various people that uh, sent me their opinions on interracial dating then what came up there and i decided this is something i want to talk about this week it was what they called intercultural dating so the dating uh, you know it, looking at it from a racial perspective is overly, overly simplistic. And I just thought to myself, let's talk about intercultural dating. And when I talk about intercultural dating, it's essentially a case where we're thinking, um, no, they don't actually have to be of different races. It could be of different religions. It could be different uh, different ideals that they come back from, uh, come down from. Let's think of the stereotypes in this country, for example. We talk about our people, Ndebele women, some people, some people think of Ndebele women as loose because they're friendly and that sort of thing. And then that becomes a stereotype. So they say, oh, no, you can't date Ndebele girl because she's supposedly loose and all that sort of thing. Then they say Ndebele men are violent. And therefore, no, so somebody decides I can't date somebody who's, who's, who's Ndebele, who's a man, because he, they... They're, they're, they're violent. And then you look, go and look at the Manika people, say Manika people are just loud. Manika women are just loud and they always want to control their men and that sort of thing. And then you've got people who are Manika, think, think Manika men are docile. You know, they always don't, they don't have a backbone and that sort of thing. Then people say Manika, Manika, Manushusha, they're a problem. They, and Manika, or, 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 or the women are expensive and they've got expensive takes. The same thing they'll say about Zezuru. The Zezuru guys are pompous and that sort of thing and are more likely to cheat on you. That's the stereotype that's out there. And also some people say, no, Zezuru women are very materialistic and that is a big problem. And some of it then becomes about religion. Somebody's like, oh, no, I'm a, I'm a Jehovah's Witness and I can't date someone who isn't one. Or I'm a, I'm a Catholic and I can only ever be with a Catholic. That's cultural differences that get in the way of a relationship. And I say, no, it, 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 
it takes away one thing that we all have, and that is humanity. It stops us from being able to to go out there and try to be the best people. Like, for example, if you took a, to talk about the cultural uh, aspects and some of the things they're being... Uh, you know, uh, religious and that sort of thing. We forget that history is the story of human beings. It's not the story of a particular culture. It's not the story of a particular religion. It's not a story that you know that, that you you come up with and you decide, yeah, okay, you know, this is what the history of the world is. And when you get that in you and you say fundamentally we're all human beings, you're not walking out there and expecting somebody to fall into a certain template for you to be able to have a relationship with them. Yeah, stop being silly. That's all I think. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining this week's Creative Cast. The name is Larry. If you want to get in touch with me, uh, email me. The email address is info at larrycreativeiu.com or get in touch with me on um, uh, what's this, uh, WhatsApp, plus 263. 776-595-560. Also, you can also get in touch with me via, via my website, www.larryquiriraye.com or follow me on Twitter at Quiriraye with a Y-I at the end. And with that, I leave you listening to the music of a man by the name of Cynic, taken off his award-winning album, Sin City. Uh, the track is actually appropriate. The track is called Marching as One. And by the way, Oscar Pistorius, culpable homicide. I light a flame like Olympic torch, but not for a few to race. Be sure the Jews are lace. I drop for the human race. Divisions and illusion created to keep us losing. Struggles more rich versus poor than it is Christian versus Muslim. It's state versus citizen. It's not collateral damage in real language. It's graves full of innocence. It's years of oppression and living in fear. It's land dispositions and swimming in tears. It's a cry for freedom in a Palestinian child. The misgovernment's operating Sicilian style. Criminal syndicates killing civilians. Millions perishing pillaging. Minerals for a few people to benefit in the terrorist cool, but first in the hypocrisy. Justifying war, saying you promote democracy. My people's poverty is a man made condition. What would happen if we stand and demand that they listen to a hundred of us marching as one? They not stopping us. Thousand of us marching as one, they not stopping us. Ten thousand marching as one, they not stopping us. Nah, they not stopping this. They not stopping us. A hundred of us marching as one, they not. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?